serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Yeah! 
Uh, and welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better and more beautiful, beloved, better wife. <laughs> v. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So, yeah, if you're wondering, yes, that album came out in uh, March of 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, that was ACDC. And um, the original singer, he died in 1980, as we just found out. And I was just looking because one of you guys said... Um, I wish he'd start doing drugs again yeah, so he could uh, make good music. Leo Slayer, you said uh, he just needs to get back on drugs and write an album that he can quit. Because that's what he did in the 70s, folks. That's how they got big. He, like, quit and, like, that song went – or those that music, that whole album went fucking viral. Um, anyway, um, uh, and since 2018 – I'm trying to remember who from ACDC just recently passed away. You guys can always tell the difference, I'm sure, when I pick the song versus when Mick picks the song. I'm sure. Every time. Uh, that was 93, 94. I'm trying to remember who the guy was that passed away last year. Because Brian Johnson was the one that everybody loves. Um, Malcolm Young died 2017. Go down. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Maybe I'm thinking of Malcolm Young. Maybe that's who I was thinking of. He was the, yeah, the backing vocals. Bass guitar. Yeah, that's probably who I was thinking about mm -hmm. was Malcolm Young. Anyway, uh, just a weird little fucking tangent. Anyway, yep. we got a lot to get through. Um, been a light news day, but we got a lot of shit to talk about because obviously we weren't here together solely, solely as the people um, for the last couple of days. And uh, I've got some stuff I got to get into. But before I get into that, we do have some housekeeping I got to get through. Uh, I will get back to all your emails. I got a bunch of emails I got to get through. And uh, really quick, in case you all aren't wondering, uh, I'm going to steal something. If you, if you haven't figured out podcasting, folks, and um, yeah, fuck. Well, we're back. Yeah, good point. We're back. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> That's right. We're fucking back. So fuck it. Uh, we'll just put that right there. Anyway, um, if you haven't figured out uh, a big thing from podcasting, I always laugh because I always use this uh, line when I'm talking about firefighting. Firefighting is nothing but some old dudes who came up some, with some really fucking smart ideas and everybody just plagiarized the shit out of their ideas and made it their own. And they all came up with different names for it. It's all the same way of doing one thing. Just everybody just to re decided to rename it 20 different things. So for instance, uh, podcasting is a lot the same way. I've learned that. Over the we last all talk to each other and help each other out. And if someone has something, we're like, hey, can you send me that file? Can you send me that clip? Can you, you know, how do you do this? How, how do you do that? Some of the weird things that I've discovered is one of them, which happens to be really only on our side of podcasting, it really doesn't happen too much on the left, is uh, what we're going to start doing now. So listen, guys, folks, ladies, germs, gems, um, I don't care who you are. If you listen to us and you're on here and you're a contributing member, I'm not going to take any money. Leanna does this on her show. I agree with her. I don't want any money. I'm going to promote your shit. Okay. I don't want any money. All you might have to do is send me something so I can use your shit so I can actually stand behind the product. And if you do want to help us out financially, as far as the, sh as far as the show goes, we do have some sponsors that, um, that we do get, money from, uh, my pillow, uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott, uh, my Patriot supply, Dr. Stella, 
Uh, all those links are in the show notes. So, but you know, if we're you not going to, if you would like to contribute, please go do for it. So. But if you They're don't have the products. money, if you're small, if you're a small business and you're a Patriot owned small business and you're a part of us here, guess what? You get free promotion here. Cause we'll just fucking throw it out there. We'll, yep. we'll just throw it out there. And I, I don't have a problem do it. I do it for a lot of people. It Justin wasn't the first. I just think that promoting Patriot companies, why should I get rich if you're not? If you're finding it hard to cover your bases, why not fucking just, you just send us some shit and we'll fucking, we'll use it. If we like it, you're going to get twice as much airtime. If I love it, I will fucking promote it every second of the chance I get to. But if you're a small business, a struggling small business on our platforms and you listen to us constantly, um, do me a favor, shoot me an email, drop me a line. I will send you an address. Just send me a bit of your product so I can use it. So I can stand behind it and say, look, I use it too. Like I can stand behind it just like I do this. And I say, Hey, look, go get you some fucking serious CBD because holy shit, it is the best shit in the world. And I don't use anything else. I got rid of all my other CBD products. That's all I use. So if you've got something like that, there's no reason why you have to sit in the back corner and not fucking get promoted here either. We'll give it to you for free too. You listen. Hey, I don't give a fuck. You think the same way we do. Why not? I'd rather see Patriot businesses survive and thrive instead of seeing some fucking other communist business surviving and thriving. I'd rather see you all doing it. So fuck it. We'll promote your shit for free. And I like that, Liana. I'm stealing it from you. Liana was the first one to do it. Matter of fact, she's got uh, Giuseppe there on her show, and I'm going to get her ad, and I'm going to tell Liana, Liana, this is my reminder to you. Send me Giuseppe's ad. I want to put it on here. Um, We'll fucking throw it out there. If you don't have an ad, uh, just like Liana, we will help you build an ad. Uh, we will, we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to build you an ad, but we will build you an ad where we talk about your product or we do something with your product for instance. And the reason I bring this up is because just the other day I had a friend of mine, he got back up with me. Um, this guy's a good dude. Um, he's, we promoted his stuff before. This isn't the first time, uh, he's a woodworker from down here in coastal Georgia. So if you guys have some wood products, you have an idea. And I always say, if you have an idea, because he doesn't give a shit what you do with it. He doesn't care what idea, he doesn't care how crazy your idea is. If you've got an idea and you want to put it on wood, this is the guy you go talk to because he does some amazing woodworking and I've always been in awe of the shit he can create. So I just want you to look at one of the pieces he just finished for us. And this is a cutting board that we are bringing here back to the house here in a day or so. I've got to go pick it up, but check this shit out. Look at how badass this is. So this is from coastal marsh customs and uh, defiant 1776 right there in cursive along right there in the middle there. Uh, the 1776, obviously above it's all burnt in. It's got the rustic fucking look to it. So if this is something you think you would put in your house and actually have another idea of what I'm going to use this for, I'm actually going to fucking rework this. So, you know, one of those, uh, flip up fucking like sign safes, you like a gun safe. Yeah. It's going to be a gun safe. You're going to turn it into a gun. Of course you are. So that's going to become a gun safe, but that is fucking pimp. 
And that's the type of shit he does. So if you're looking for some, he did our let's go Brandon sign, which I've got, it's in the pool house. I got to grab it out of the pool yeah. house and bring it in. Um, he did our let's go Brandon sign too. Um, he does all of this shit. He is a patriot. He's a veteran uh, trying to give him some, you know, he's a small struggling, small business trying to get his name out there. And it's um, uh, coastal marsh customs at gmail.com. Yes. If you want something, send him a picture. Use uh, our promo code Defiant, and that'll give you 17.76% off your purchase. We wanted to do the 1776 thing. So if you use promo code Defiant, it'll get you 17.76% off your order. So whatever you get, um, uh, you, you send him a picture. He can do anything in wood. And that's just a, a, a little example of some of the woodworking does. Any type of wood either. You come up with a wood. Uh, you want oak, mahogany, you name it. If you can come up with a wood and he can find it um, where it's halfway reasonable, he's not going to overcharge you. Um, it's fucking amazing. That's just some of the great woodwork I've ever seen. But yes, the promo code is defined. It's Coastal Marsh Customs. Yeah. Matter of fact, send, I, him an, send him an email. Um, I it's, think it's... Uh, you have it spelled wrong on there. It's C-O-A-S-T-A-L Marsh, M-A-R-S-H. I don't even think I have it on here anymore. Mm-hmm. Customs. I think I got rid of it. Yep. I did. Yeah. So it's it's Coastal Marsh Customs. And we'll uh we'll put the link in the in the notes as well. It'll be in the show notes as well. Uh but just another guy. Uh he's a veteran. He's trying to start a business. And um, as you can see, he does some really good work. And this isn't the first first work he's done for us. Trust me, I've I've watched some, I've seen some of his other shit that's even more impressive than that. So a, he's just he just got one of these badass um what is it? A CNC. It's a laser CNC. So when he does this stuff, it's done via laser CNC. He burns it out and then he completes the rest of the, um, the wood. However you age the wood, like he does. It's, it's pretty fucking, it's pretty amazing. Um, you burn it with a torch. I, I've got one. I do that too. So I just, I, I'm just trying to show you guys, if you guys have a small business like Liana, we're going to do the same thing. Cause I, I think it's only fair and she's right. Uh, it looks that that's a great, it gives me a, a good feeling when I get to promote somebody and I know we're not making any money from it. It's a good feeling because you know, you're helping somebody else out and I'd rather you guys make out than we all suffer together. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. We'll have fun. It'll all work either way. Yep. So, uh, that was a bit of the housekeeping we wanted to get to, um, and then I had some of my sources reach out to me. So we got a lot of information. I've got a lot of information that I have to put out tonight. Before we do that, though, can we play the first clip? Because I'm so excited. All right. I don't know what this is, folks. So I apologize. I have not watched all the clips yet because I was busy doing something else. I was busy all day. So and we when were, you're, we were both. I was night. like, fuck, I opened my mouth yesterday. I was on this show and I said, you know, if you didn't know the housing market's going down, I only had like one job in the last two days. Yep. Yeah. I had like six today, folks, with a door install. I was like, fuck me running. Yeah. So it wasn't a lot of fun. Long story short, long fucking day. At VLink, let me know when is good for you and I will show you how to make the ads. Perfect. All right. We'll do it. Yeah. Yep. It's not just going to be her. Why do you just talk to her? Man, that's fucked up. She's just going to edit shit, put it all back together. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, Leo Slayer, email me. Um, email us uh, mickvlin at gmail.com and we'll send you an address. Yep. Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. In the witch is dead. Witch, 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 witch. In the witch is dead. 
And yes, uh, she's not okay, dead. So, she's yeah. not dead. Let's be technically correct about this. However, Liz Cheney's political career she has just adjoined the same level so in which the witch in the opening scenes of the Wizard of Oz was killed. Yes, I think one of those munchkins is Fauci, the evil one. So let's talk about this because this means a couple different things. We are going to save that clip, though, for like when Nancy Pelosi kicks it or Jill Biden. Yes. Hamilton. Yeah, we're we're going to make that like a regular. We might even make that a soundboard clip. So the primaries last night, we had uh, eight more. There's a total, there's a grand total now. <laughs> eight of the 10 original Republicans that went against Trump in the, um, in both of the fucking that voted against him, that voted to impeach him. Impeach him. Yeah, the impeachment trials, yep. the, the shams, the bullshit fucking made-for-TV drama that we call impeachment because that's exactly what it was. It wasn't a real impeachment because if it were a real impeachment, he wouldn't be here. He wouldn't have been president. He would have been gone because there would have been something criminal about it, in which case I would have said at the same time as all of you fuckers would have said, all of you savages would have said the same thing. Fuck it, fry him. Because if he's doing illegal shit, burn the bitch down. No problems. But that's not what happened last night. Last night was absolutely amazing on several different levels. And no, I'm not talking about how I performed in bed last night, ladies. Um, I'm not talking about that at all. I am very merely repeating what is going on today. Which time? We, <laughs> wow, she was proud to say that. Did you see that? Did you see that? Where the fuck did all my stories go? The ones I printed today. I put them under your butt I with know. a stapler on top of them. Oh, well, they're, they're over there. With the <laughs> they're right there with the stapler on top okay, of them. Right I thought I've lost my freaking mind. So anyway, so Liz Cheney, when we tuned in, because as soon as we got off of here, one of the first things we did after making dinner and eating dinner, we sat out in the back deck. And the first thing I asked V. Lynn to check, I was like, hey, do me a favor. Just for the fuck of it, let's check out where the voting tallies are. Yep. And at a little after 930. Yep. It was like 11,000 and change for Hagman. Yes. And around 5,500. 5,500 for Cheney. It was like 68% for Hagman and like 30% for Cheney. And um, now understand it was, uh, they now called it. Under, no, no, no. Now understand 21 minutes later, they called it. No, they called it before that with only 12% of the vote in 12% of the vote was in. And oh my God, the memes going around, especially the Brett bear memes. Right. Holy shit. That oh my faggot. God. I thought it he was, was going to be so crying. Funny. I know. And like, everyone's like, like the, the memes of Brett bear going, uh, we're, we're calling Arizona for Cheney. It was. So yeah. But funny. did you, did you see him oh. last night though? Uh, I try not to watch him as much as possible. He was on last night and he was almost crying. He was. It was, it was always oh, a riot. Wow. Uh, Jesus Christ. He was coming on in the little, the little breaks they were doing to show the updates to the primary. Fuck Liz Cheney. Yep. Somebody else said it before me. Fucking John has been listening for a hot minute. Obviously, John and Ake, uh, OKC, because he said, don't go away, angry Liz. Just go away. Yes, I completely agree. Don't go away, angry. Just just go away. We don't want you anymore. The people, the final totals were what? In the vote. Oh, it was like. I, I 
It was a landslide. I know that it, it was, was over. It, it was, was a, ridiculous. It was a twenty. Uh, I know it was a thirty. It was a thirty point difference. It was a thirty six point difference. It was uh, fuck. It was a. Uh, it's like I forget what it was, but it it was ugly. There was like, I want to say there was forty thousand something votes in between the two. That's how far the gap was split. I mean, Oklahoma came out and said fuck you in one resounding voice. That is a great point where we start this night because Oklahoma just showed us a swath of America. They cut a swath of America for us. Oklahoma? Or I mean Wyoming. Wyoming. They cut a swath of America for us. And what do I mean by that? They cut a swath of, I was thinking about John in OKC who's fucking sitting there telling me, using my lines against me. 37 points, thank you. Um, But they cut this swath. It shows us that America as a whole is done with this January 6th thing. Uh, Fuck you. We don't want to hear any more about January 6th. You're fucking all a bag of dicks, and we're done with it. Well, we'll get to that too. Go go to the next. This, clip, no, no, though. no. We're not. We're not even going there yet. No, because they're all they're all Cheney clips. So we just go ahead and, and get through. Them, I, I got and then you. you can, then you can go on to your information from your sources. Anticipation. 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 Uh huh. It's good She's for you. Breaking away. So Liz Cheney came out last night and did a nice little concession speech. A four minute one at that. Four minutes and just. Just listen. Her butthole did get raised, and I'll, 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 I'll probably, I won't be able to stop myself from making some kind of comment during her speech. Snide, but, snide. Yes. <laughs> they're, look, they're all applauding for her losing. Well, thank you all. Thank you so much. It's uh, wonderful (laughs) to see so many friends, uh, family, uh, especially wonderful to be here uh, on the beautiful Mead Ranch. Uh, And thank you so much, Brad and Kate, for that wonderful introduction. Professional Um, ABC producer that that did the January 6th movie, you know, that decided I was worthy of the first 10 seconds. Uh, Oh, you mean that he produced this, the whole thing, like where it should be and, you know, they did vast background the the whole thing yeah. the, the the hay bales yes, like yeah. i'm a he i'm an old american i'm an old american working yeah yeah whatever many All many right. blessings that we have as americans uh and and as individuals and as human beings uh the blessing of family is surely uh the most important and so i want to thank uh all of my family and pay a special tribute to uh those who are here with us tonight uh my mom and dad Dick and Lynn Cheney. And my husband, Phil. <laughs> uh, and four of our five kids are here. Uh, Katie and Gracie and Philip and Richard are all here tonight. And Elizabeth is uh, starting law school today. So we'll have another generation carrying on dedication to the Constitution and and to our freedom. Uh, A little over a year ago, I received a note from a gold star father. He said to me, standing up for truth honors all who gave all. And I have thought of his words every single day since then. I've thought of them because they are a reminder of how we must all conduct ourselves. We must conduct ourselves in a way that is worthy of the men and women who wear the uniform of this nation. 
and in particular of those who have given the ultimate sacrifice. This This is not a game. Every one of us must be committed to the eternal defense of this miraculous experiment called America. And at the heart of our democratic process are elections. They are the foundational principle of our Constitution. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73% of the vote. Do we really have I could to easily to have done yep. the same again? The path was clear. But it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. That was a path I could not and would not take. But 75% of your constituents thought that you should have. You dumb twat. No, no house seat. No office in this land. I love that you told me that this was produced by an AP, ABC producer uh -huh. because miraculously he can't keep his fucking camera in focus. And now there's a plane flying overhead while she's trying to give her concession speech. Yep. What a fuck. It just shows you that they're all dumb twats. Is more important than the principles that we are all sworn to protect. And I well understood the potential political consequences of abiding by my duty. Our Republic relies upon the goodwill of all candidates for office to accept honorably the outcome of elections. And tonight, Harriet Hageman has received the most votes in this primary. She won. I called her to concede the race. This primary election is over, but now the real work begins. I, I called her to concede the race. She didn't say that she called her to congratulate her no, on no. her victory. And no, funny because she just called her and said, yeah, you win. Harry, no, no. Harriet Hagman went on Ingram last night. Yeah. And said, and yeah, like, she never, I, I, I never I got a call. I haven't spoken to her. I, I haven't, I haven't had my phone on me because nope. we've been at this thing, but I, I haven't spoken to her. So. Haven't got a call. Um, and she did go on, which I did not play in the speech to compare herself to Abraham Lincoln. No, she does. Cheney compared herself to Lincoln, doesn't endorse the GOP primary Victor Hagan. She doesn't, she still doesn't endorse Hageman. Nope. However, she did go on Tuesday night to, to say that she was basically Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Hageman trounced Cheney in her bid for a fourth term, leading by 66% to 29%, with over 90% of the vote counted. That is fuck ridiculous, and that did come from Decision Desk. Um, if you want a true place to get your numbers for you know, voting and all that other shit, go to decision desk. Um, so far they've been the most accurate that I have found and I have looked long and hard. Uh, so just a real quick thing on that one though, the great original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln was defeated in elections for Senate and the house before he was, uh, hoisted to the most important election of all, she said. Lincoln ultimately prevailed. He saved our union. He defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Uh, so, You're not fucking Abe Lincoln. Yeah, no shit. Oh my God. No shit. So what did she do? She goes and she makes the normal well, rounds. And if you well, remember back in the day, there used to be normal rounds after an election. Just before we get there, I thought this was really funny. Like the last minute panic last night. This came out at 424 Eastern. So it would have been 
what, 124 in Wyoming, yeah. right? The New York Times put out a hit piece on Harriet Hagman at 1.30 in the afternoon, just before, you know, the, the people got out of work to go to the polls yep. in the evening. Um, yeah. <laughs> lawyer who defended, who, I'm sorry, lawyer who defeated Cheney spent career fighting environmental rules. How come this came out yesterday at 424 Eastern and they said lawyer who defeated Cheney? That's weird. They didn't even mention her name. No, they said Representative Liz Cheney has drawn most of the attention in the race for Wyoming's lone congressional seat thanks to her vocal denunciations of former President Donald Trump and what she describes as the threats to democracy posed by his far right followers. But the challenger who unseated her in Tuesday's Republican primary, Harriet Hagman, has a track record in Wyoming of fierce advocacy on issues particularly relevant to the state's ranchers, energy, and mining interests. And they go on to say uh, she's she spent decades as, as a fire as a trial lawyer fighting environmentalists in America's least populated state and opposing federal rules protecting land, water, and endangered species. Like, they nope. thought this was supposed to be a hit piece, but it's, no, no, actually, it's really not. So there is no, yeah, that is interesting. They that wrote is odd. this story. This was written at 4.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So lawyer who defeated Cheney spent career fighting environmental rules. This was on August 16th, 2022 at 4.24 p.m. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oops. Oops. That, that's what we call the black cat in the Oops. matrix. Yeah. That's what we call the, yeah, we're dead serious, folks. Look at this. I'll even bring it up. She just printed this tonight. Yeah. I'll bring it up as close as I can. What's the date on there? August 16th. August 16th, 2022 at 4.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Lawyer who defeated Cheney spent career fighting environmental rules. That means this was planned before we yep. even got there. Yep. That's a glitch in the matrix. Hmm. Just saying. I mean, when you read it, yeah, you're right. The lawyer who defeated Cheney. Is, they're not talking about Dick. No, no. They're talking. I mean, Harriet Hagman right there. And they're talking about the Representative Liz Cheney. her in Tuesday's Republican primary. So Unseated you know, her. So they knew at 2 o'clock in the afternoon that you're at, at I mean, the, the, polls one had her, the polls had her so far in advance. They had this story ready to go. The point is they published it a little too early. I see a lot too early. The mm -hmm. polls weren't even closed yet, not even in the East Coast. Yep, exactly. So anyway. Holy um, shit. So, so just so to see it, folks, now you see it. Now that you know the fucking they're lying. They're lying. Everybody's lying. This is all corrupt. It, it, it stinks but, you of know, corruption. But they all do that. I mean, look, when, so when, uh, when one team wins the Super Bowl, what are the starving children in Africa run around in? Oh yeah. In the fucking Super Bowl. Right. Because winning. they, they make up that shit in advance. Yep. They, there's in a case. lot of Dallas Cowboy t-shirts right. out there. Exactly. Yep. So they make up all this, this. I mean, the news media is the same way. They have stories ready to go regardless of which candidate wins or mm. loses per se. They just published the wrong published one. They grabbed the wrong one. Too early. Exactly. QE boy got me. You're already <laughs> in my brain. Get out of my brain. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. It's all a fugazi. 
It's a fucking fugazi. Yeah. Hey, you're not allowed to do a fucking New York accent anymore. You, you, it was pretty shitty. I got to be honest with you, ma'am. All right. Got to tell you, Liana. What's flickering. What, did, what is the, the fix for that? I have no fucking idea. I thought it was to, I don't know. No, that's the. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I guess the cowgirls. Comcast and bitch at them. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, uh, good old Liz went on. She made the round. She went on uh, the Today Show this morning. She did. She sure did. Yep, she went on sure the Today did. Show, and uh, yeah. Well, I'm just gonna let this play because yeah. once I heard this, I was like, nope. The former president said last night, you're now headed to political oblivion. You said this fight is just beginning. You've even uh, launched a political organization already. So let's just be straight about it. Are you considering running for president yourself? Well, what I'm going to do, Savannah, is spend the next several months uh, completing my work in Congress, obviously completing my work representing the people of Wyoming. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of work left to do on the January 6th committee. Uh, and also, though, uh, I'm going to be making sure that people all around this country understand the stakes of what we're facing, understand the extent to which uh, we've now got uh, one major political party, my party, uh, which has really become uh, a cult of personality. And we've got to get this party back to a place where we're embracing the values and the principles on which it was founded and talking about, you know, fundamental. No, 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 bitch. You don't get to use a dire straits song and say that, or no, it wasn't dire straits. Who did uh, culture personality? Cult of personality. No, um, cultured personality. It was the name of uh, the song. Oh, you're right. It it's was. a culture personality. It. It was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I don't know. I almost played it not too long ago, actually. I, I, I just, I, I, no, no. She doesn't get to say, oh, my, my staff is a culture personality. Really? Shut the fuck up, you stupid twat. Fundamental uh, issues of civics, fundamental issues of what does it mean to be a constitutional republic. But Congresswoman, and you didn't answer me yes or no. I will be doing whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump I will be doing whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office. Well, I know you didn't say yes or no, and that's fine if you're thinking about it, but are you thinking about it? Are you thinking about running for president? It, uh, that's a decision that I'm going to make in the in the coming months, Savannah. I'm not going to make any announcements here this morning, but uh, but it is something that I uh, I'm thinking about, and I'll make a decision uh, in the coming months. Yeah, she's going to make a decision yeah, in the coming she, months. She sure is. When her husband's blowing his load all over. That's her funny. Face. Go go to the next one. It's a coming. It's a coming month. He's, he's done that a bunch of times. Apparently, they have five kids. So well, apparently he yeah. likes depositing stuff in her back end. I'm just saying. Terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So what's going on in Alaska is even funnier. Not well, really. This they, they they get into that, but then they get into a little bit more of Cheney as well. Just play the first couple of minutes of this. We're not playing the whole fucking thing for sure. We're definitely not. I cannot this. listen to that much of CNN, but uh, there we go. Alaska's CNN Chief weird, National though. Affairs Correspondent Jeff Zeleny is in Jackson, Wyoming. Uh, Jeff, this was a landslide victory for Trump-endorsed Harriet Hageman. And we should note, not so long ago, she was a political ally of Liz Cheney's. Obviously not the case now. Well, Brianna, definitely that is one of the many evolutions here that we have learned in this Wyoming race. Harriet Hageman actually introduced Liz Cheney when she was first running for Congress back in 2016 as my friend and as a proven conservative. Of course, Liz Cheney won that race the same night that Donald Trump won in 2016. So much has changed inside the Republican Party since then. And we, were, and we really learned how much uh, with that margin 
of defeat from Liz Cheney. They knew that they were on the way to losing the primary, but the margin was certainly something that surprised many Cheney supporters. But they do, of course, already turning the page. We're learning this morning exactly what Liz Cheney's next steps are going to be for now. Overnight, her campaign filed papers with the Federal Election Committee to create a leadership uh, pack. That allows her simply to raise and spend money traveling across the country to do what she wants to do to take on the former president. She's calling the leadership pack the great task. Okay, really quick. This I'm going to go ahead and just debunk right now, because after doing all the research I did for me and Justin to, to run for president, vice president. Yep. There were at no point in there, in any of the documents that we read, did it say that we had to uh, form a pack, a future leadership pack for this country. There, there was nothing in the documents about that. That is bullshit. That I can tell you right now is bullshit. She is fucking full of shit. I'm going to form a future. Shut the fuck up, you faggots. You are a bunch of fucking homos. Stop. Just fucking stop. Trying to come up with another excuse as to why Liz Cheney sucks so bad. Well, let's see. She's been teabagging pretty much all of the administration with this January 6th shit that everybody knows is shit. Yep. And it's blowing up. And I have proof of this. This is where it gets really good, people. Okay. Is this coming from your sources now? This is uh, dual confirmation, too. I have Ooh. dual confirmation Ooh, on this. We like dual confirmation. All right. So the first thing we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to destroy Mar-a-Lago. Uh, hold on. Um, Demodex, Justin, please stop fucking with the lights. Demodex wants to know if we're educated. Why don't you tell him you're bona fides, babe? Educated as to what, what, wait, hold on. Who said this? I'm trying to find that. Where is this? Demodex, go here. Is it on this? On, yeah, it's on Twitch. It's on Twitch? Demodex. I didn't even see that. Where? It's right there. Are you guys educated? Oh, are, you, are we educated? Yes, we are. What what education, what level would you be looking for? Would would sympathize for uh, what you need? Um, I, I am I'm college educated. I have a bachelor's degree in uh, political science. She has a bachelor's degree in English literature with a concentration in grammar. And then I ran a multi-million dollar business for 10 years. And she did the psych shit too and college yeah which i, I did I, I stayed away from minor that. in sociology i stayed away from that yeah anyway but he also did 21 years in the service and in military intelligence and special forces 19 combat tours um yeah I, more medals than most people anyway it's almost it's anybody not really important and, uh, so that's how he has all of these choices very legitimate sources well two of them these two are my best. They're my favorites. I, I always go, these are the ones that if I'm going to bounce information off of anybody, these are the two I go to. However, when one of them comes to me with information, the only one I really go to to bounce that information off of is the other one. And neither one of them knows that they're working for me. Either way, um, some of the things we want, I want to get rid of right now is this Mar-a-Lago thing. And I know you hate it. I'm going to try and boil this down to 10 minutes and I'm trying to make this as fast and sweet and as possible as you can all understand. Um, first of all, there, uh, everybody's played poker. I'm sure all of you have played poker. Um, you know what a tell is in politics. There are tells too. We're seeing a lot of tells right now. And when I say tells, I'm talking about, there are things that the left is doing that in a not guilty person's mind, you would not be acting this way. 
So I'll give you a couple examples real quick. And um, I wish actually I thought you had one. No, you don't. All right, forget it. So really quick, some of the tells are, for instance, this is the good one. Normally, in a federal case, as a law enforcement officer, which I was, and I was also a local cop. So understanding I've seen both sides of investigations. This is the first big tell. This is the one that irks me. Okay. The first big tell is when they showed up to Donald Trump's house, the FBI in Mar-a-Lago. First, they waited for Donald Trump not to be there, which I think is huge. Um, second, the second thing that is even bigger when they walked on the premises, the only thing they had with them was a search warrant. Okay. Federal government does not work that way. I'll tell you that right now. If we have, if we're coming with a search warrant in hand as well is an arrest warrant, we're taking you and all the stuff that we can connect you to the crime with out of your house and you're going to jail that night. So there's a real big issue with what I see going on right now in Mar-a-Lago with that. The fact that they went when Trump wasn't even there and planned it that way. In normal police work, if you look at it, if I was a local cop, let's say I was a cop in your town, okay? And I was driving around, do, 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 doing my RPC or what we call a radio patrol car. And I'm driving around and I see some dude beating up this girl over here and it turns out to be his wife. Okay. In that normal confrontation, when you, when you have the cops called on you, the crime is already committed. Okay. You're basically investigating it backwards. You're investigating it from the crime going backwards. So the first person I would get a statement from would be the woman that got her ass kicked. I would say, Madame, what exactly happened to you? Well, at this time I was at this location in this place and this person walked up and he punched me right in the mouth. Okay. Who is this person to you? This is my husband. Now we're into a domestic issue. So now we start working backwards. So now we go to the parents because that would be the natural next step. Has your son ever shown any you know, form of violence before in the past towards women? Is this a common behavior? What happened? Friends, we're tr ex-girlfriend. Trying teacher, to get the whole kind of story. Yeah, okay? guidance counselors. So basically what we're doing is we're building our case for the crime that has already taken place. So when you look at the Bureau or you look at any other federal agency, we don't have squad patrol cars rolling around neighborhoods going, ooh, Mick's doing something wrong. We should arrest him and investigate him and fucking pin him to the wall with charges. That doesn't happen in the federal government. In the federal government, it starts like this. Hi, uh, agent so-and-so. Um, I just saw this guy with classified documents standing outside a classified secure facility and he was walking away, stuffing them in his pocket. That is how our cases in the federal government start. They don't start with, I witnessed a crime. They start with, I witnessed this. Okay, can you please sit down and give me a sworn statement about that? Boom, they fill out a sworn statement. That starts my predication into investigating this case. I had no idea who this person was. I had no idea who the criminal was. But now I know who the person is and the criminal. Okay? Well, why is this important? This is the first tell. The federal government is the one that's fighting against releasing the affidavit. If 
The federal government is so sure about what the fuck was going on when they showed up at Donald Trump's estate in fucking June, not just now, in June when they originally showed up, they would have showed up with a search warrant and a fucking arrest warrant. And no, American Patriot Eagle, they had not already been subpoenaed for them to be returned because when they showed up in June, they took boxes. They at took that point 15 boxes. And Trump said, take whatever you want. You can have them all. And they said, no, no, you can keep the rest of them. And they just asked him to put a better lock on the door. That was it. That they was it. did not. They they did this. And although it's really smart, it's really fucking stupid at the same time, because at the same time that they did something really, really good, like they fucking were like, yes, we got his ass. They did. They legitimately had him nailed to rights. However, he said, he said, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just keep it here. Hey, Secret Service, can you do me a favor and put a bigger lock on that door? Even Donald Trump kind of did that, was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, how do I know all of this shit is bullshit other than that? Because there's more to this. And there's a lot more to this. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay? So essentially what they're doing right now is they are attempting to find a crime in the paperwork that Donald Trump had in his fucking lockbox. Or in his little whatever. His safe. Whatever it was. They are trying to find a crime in that. They took everything. Including his passport. Including his passport, which apparently they have given back, yep. from what I understand. Um, the one. They didn't give out back the two that were expired. They gave back the one that was not, that was a blue one, not a brown one. Which I thought was odd at the same time, because technically he could still travel under that passport, because technically he's still a former president of the United States, in which case he could still attend diplomatic functions in other countries yep. as Jimmy Carter has, as Barack Obama has, as Bill Clinton has, as Bush has, as Bush one and two have. People have attended other state dinners in other countries as sitting past presidents. I guess they feel that Trump won't do that. American Patriot Eagle, you've lost your mind, sweetheart. Trump is not nervous at all. Oh, he's not. He, trust me, he's That's not. the drama that the MSMs is trying to get you to believe. He is not nervous. They are, they are not nervous. No. He is not nervous. He has nothing to be nervous about. I mean, I even pulled letters from the left. The Washington Post today ran a story. Ooh, Trump is rushing to hire seasoned lawyers, but he keeps hearing no. No, he's not. How about... T-S-S-C-I, what an acronym reveals about the files seized from Mar-a-Lago. Top secret, sensitive, compartmentalized information. That's yep. all that means. Yep. It is a designation title for the top of a piece of paper. Yep. This is grade A bullshit, but it gets better. Why? Because I heard another one this morning. Ah, the FBI, FBI agents, oh, they're just doing their job. Heard that on Fox News this morning. Oh, Pence. Pen. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, let's not go there. Let's not go there yet. FBI agents were just doing their job. There's no reason to come down. Bullshit. Do you know how hard it is to get in the bureau? Do you know that you basically have to be a lawyer or a PE or a phys uh, uh, an engineer with a master's degree to get into the FBI? That is what is required. Or a degree in financial accounting. Or... 
that's what it takes. No, no, you just can't go in as military. I have to have a, a lawyer. I have to be a lawyer. Yep. If I were going to do it, I would have to be a lawyer. I, my military experience would submit for my work experience that's required. Mm -hmm. You have to have a background. These are not dumb guys that go there. What pisses me off right now is those motherfuckers that were in Donald Trump's house that were sitting there rifling through these paperwork, this paperwork. You mean to tell me they never looked at each other and said, this is a really bad idea. Uh, you know, they. Did. I don't think we should be doing this. Except, Yet, no. None of you them. Know what? None of them had half a fucking sack to stand up and say, you know what? I'm done. I quit. Fuck you. Watch this and walk out the door and go start talking to the cameras about what was going on inside that house. None of them had half a nut. Well, that's because they all came straight from the D.C. office because because once again, they could not the get Florida the local agents to do, do it. it. This is bullshit. There's a big problem when that is what you have going on. And there was no arrest warrant. None. We do not move that way. We do not operate that way. The federal government, the DOJ has a standing order for everybody that's an 1811. Every single person that's a fucking 1811, it says when you travel to a house with a fucking search warrant, you go there with an arrest warrant as well. It's been a standing order since Janet Reno. That's how I know this is all bullshit. This has been nothing but trying to find shit out about January 6th, trying to find, trying to save Liz Cheney's career. American Patriot Eagle. Um, we, we, we don't want an uncivil war like your side apparently does. We don't want World War III. We want you guys to wake the fuck up and stop being so fucking dumb. Seriously. Seriously. This is a, this is a no brainer. This is obvious. Violence here because we will ban you in a heartbeat. There is no inciting violence in this. I, we're not going to ban you. Our, our moderators yeah, will moderators take care of that. Yeah, moderators will ban you real quick. So it gets better. And hey, since this dumbass, dumb Dex, whatever the fuck his name is, I, you must be a Democrat. I don't know why you're here um, unless you're here to troll. Are these guys QAnon? QAnon has never existed, honey. There's yeah, there Q, is no QAnon. And there are nons. There is no QAnon. But, never have well, been. he's an idiot, so it doesn't matter. Of course. But we do have to remember what Q said, though. Because Q called this. He said, remember, this is how it needs to happen. Remember, this is how it needs to happen. It has to go this way. Maybe, maybe, throwing it out here, maybe. What if we're thinking about it wrong? What if we're looking at this the wrong way? Because a lot of people like myself, we're getting fired up. This is bullshit. What haven't we done though? We have yet to do anything where we stand up and go after people. We have, we have yet to do mm -mm. anything like that. We've yet to, which is oh, odd you know, because burn down buildings and ride in the streets and Thank flip you. over cars and uh, destroy property and loot. We and haven't done that. And beat cops. And oh, who does that? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's, that's the left. That's that. the left. Yeah. That's the left. We haven't done that. Why? Oh, oh, well. You really think that that jacket, we, that fat fucking piece of shit that stormed that FBI office was uh, was truly a conservative, constitutional conservative yeah, patriot no. on our side? No, 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 absolutely not. No, that was definitely one of your guys. Yeah. One of the liberals. No shit. Because he had pink, purple hair. Come on. Um, 
but that's that's what really is the crazy part. We haven't done any of that. We haven't done a part of that yet. And that's what the left has been counting on. That's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for us to do something. And they don't understand why we haven't because they would have done it six months ago. Exactly. Fucking perfect. That is a perfect example. And my, and the other one of the other ones, this is the other one that really fucking threw me off a cliff. It's absolutely right. June 3rd, they were at the residence. They didn't take a box. If this information. Well, they took 15 boxes then. If this information that was left behind was so important, and I mean fucking important to the point that national security, I mean, I can go through top secret information for you, is normally not relevant 72 hours after that that's been called top secret information. Meaning that it normally has a lifespan. If for all information has a lifespan. So for instance, Bongino gave a great example of this today. So guess what? The presidential motorcade route normally when they're in a foreign country is classified top secret. Yeah. Okay. What happens after they leave the fucking country? It's, it's, it's not top secret. Yeah. Why? Because he ran the route. You already know about it. Yep. It was on TV. Holy shit. And broadcast it. How are we still believing that this top secret information is actually still relevant and to our national security. How is that possible? I guess we'll find out tomorrow when the judge uh, sits down and does this hearing. And that's number four. Yep. That is number four. That's my last one. Why is the DOJ trying to step on this judge? Have you all heard about this yet today? No. The DOJ is coming after this judge that is sitting in on this. The DOJ has been pressuring this judge and he's been garnered political pressure from outside and behind. Outside and behind, I was like, well, what is this? Outside and behind, according to my source. Right now, who is MAGA? I'm sorry? Who is MAGA quiet? I have no idea. There's only one person that will not talk about MAGA right now and has not talked about MAGA and almost fucking, I don't know, since he was in office. Hmm. Pence. Oh, well, yeah. Pence is fucking MAGA quiet right now. He does not talk about it. No, absolutely not. Who is not talking about a 24 run anymore Pence. right now? Yeah. Who Pence is, is now talking about another office with another run? Another office? Is he going to back Liz Cheney? Running as Liz Cheney's running mate. Seriously, Pence is going to run as Liz Cheney's running mate. Yep. That's freaking hysterical. So this has been confirmed. I've got double confirmation on this and this is above board. So this is up there. This means they're actually talking about it. Which I'm interested to see how this one plays out. American Patriot Eagle, if you would really like to speak to us, um, you can go ahead and join our Telegram chat. Friend me on Telegram and... Uh, call us through there. Telegram's up on, on the computer. It'll come right through the audio. By all means, we're always open to hear from all sides, talk, have debates. Uh, in fact, uh, we had someone on, what, a couple weeks ago, Alan from The Great Divide. He is He's not a QAnon person. He's not a Q person. He's not an Anon. Not really a Trump fan, um, which we're on the fence about Trump. 
as well. We're, we're not dead set on Trump, but yeah. I'll tell you what, Trump's way better than fucking what, Joe Biden? Yeah, really? Really? You're going to try and tell me that Joe Biden's a better president than Donald Trump? Dude, if you try to sell me that, I got dog shit out in my backyard that's a better president than fucking Joe Biden. Swear to God, it does more in a day than Joe Biden does. Just by laying there on the ground. Just saying. Anyway, how else did we we figure out that this was all bullshit? Well, today the FBI warns of threats and civil war and a dirty bomb following the Trump raid. Oh, yeah, which heard- is killing me. It is making Liana. You have got to shut the fuck up on your fucking on your station. <laughs> you have got to stop talking and telling them what we're going to do. Seriously. This shit is getting too specific and it's fucking hysterical. It really is because I think they're listening to you and only you. It's like, wow, they're only going to listen to Liana. I guess uh, Liana's hot in their eyes. They're like, fuck. Yeah. I like this chick. She's hot. Demodex, if you think camel toe is running the show, um, wow, absolutely not. Obama's <laughs> running the show. Camel is run really camel toe is running the show. Camel toe is running her mouth. She's down on her knees running her oh. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? No. Please. Oh, I am so freezing that. That is gonna become a new frame for the fucking hold show for like OBS. <laughs> She's a cackling idiot. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. So the FBI is saying all all these bomb threats, uh, DC headquarters, and they have all this razor wire and all this other shit. Oh my God. If we wanted the FBI, we would have taken the FBI. If we wanted the Senate or the Congress, we would have taken it. We didn't. We didn't want it. But we wanted you to fucking listen. You still haven't listened. That's it. That's you don't we, want to listen. That's, all we wanted was a, a redress of our grievances. You didn't want to listen. All we ever so wanted. now you get to deal with us, both barrel smoking, so to speak. I don't give a fuck. This Christopher Ray is a fucking faggot. He's a fucking homo that should have stayed stood up the day that fucking they said, well, look, we're going to go after Trump. He should have said, no, I recuse myself from this. I was appointed by Trump. So what the fuck is going on right now in the FBI? That I, it is so gone. Even the the lower guys, and I talked talk to a couple of my friends today just to find out. Yeah. Just to see the morale right now in the bureau. Yeah. There is none. No. There's no morale. They have no morale, folks. They are fucking done. They fucking don't support any of this shit. The agents on the ground. I told a buddy of mine that I knew I was going to take shit from. He's a former Marine, so I knew I was going to take a bunch of shit from him when I said this. But I said, why the fuck are you guys even still in business? Yeah. And he said, what do you mean? Why, why am I still in business? I said, why are you still here? If you guys fuck anything else up, um, I'm pretty sure you're all going to go to jail. And fucking, he, he, he said, dude, He's like, say what you want. I, I don't care anymore. We can't, we can't unfuck this situation. It is so fucked up. The only way to take care of us now is to burn us down. The agents on the ground are even admitting the only way to fix the bureau right now is to burn it down. That's sad. That is fucking sad. That the fucking left has corrupted a law federal law enforcement agency in this fucking country. To that point where the agents on the ground are saying, fuck you, I'm out, I'm done. That's the real agents that you want. You want to know why I'm not worried about opening my mouth here? Because I know every single one of the FBI agents here. If they were really coming after me, I'd find out well in advance. 
probably even further in advance than Trump found out about the raid in Mar-a-Lago, yep. which was pretty far in advance. So I'm telling you right now, this shit is making an effect. This Mar-a-Lago thing, although it's bullshit, unlike her, I do believe there's still some news to this. I do believe it's got something here because I mean, they, it's fired I, I'm not up. There isn't news to it. I'm just saying it is fired up our base. It is fired up the bottom half of the Patriots to the point there. I saw Patriots today calling out other Patriots saying, no, you're not. So it's making us turn on each other. No, they're finally starting to, 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 to call out the hucksters. They're finally starting to call out the people that run around and say, Oh, look at me. Just give me some money and I'll be Patriot. Hmm. The Patriots. Yeah, the, the with the Y. They're so calling the out. Yeah. We have normal Americans finally standing up saying, no, fuck you. You're a Patriot. Yeah, you're a shell. Yeah. You are a fucking shell. It's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing it a lot. Remember the, I said that there was another pill other than the white pill. Because once you get your black pill, you get your white pill. It's the the one pill after that that I said there has to be like a nuclear red, like a, a something like nuclear looking pill that you have to take. The gold because pill? that's when you gold pill, even better. Because that's when you realize everybody is full of shit. Everybody is. Nobody's telling you the truth. You are being lied to, lock stock and two smoking barrels every time that you talk to somebody that has to deal with politics. I had the most refreshing conversation today. First things first. First conversation I had, I went to this dude's house. Really great dude, old guy. He gave me a book. He said you sounded, he said that I sounded um, frustrated. He said it was. He said, do me a favor, read this. And it's his book. I was like, okay. So the name of the book is Living Water in a Parched Land. And this is, I, I didn't think it was going to have any effect. I honestly, normally books don't really do that for me. Stop. Normally books don't do that for me. Well, it's not like you're going to read it. I'm going to read it. So, oh, bullshit. I've already read it or read. Well, there's no way you read that. No, you read I, slow I'm right there. So really quick. Uh, the rebellious dwell in a parched land. The story of George and Patsy Holly could be the most refreshing story you'll ever read. This is an account of how a good man can go wrong, experience the horror prison, find Jay in the midst of this chaos. Joy or uh, find joy in the midst of this chaos and meet and marry the love of his life while incarcerated. More than a biological work, this is an invasion that became acquainted biographical. with- Biographical. Or, bi sorry, more than a biographical work, this is an invitation that became acquainted with the two authors who have crafted their life story simply because they care. So set aside all distractions and dive into the page. I'm telling you, this was a page turner from the get-go. This dude is now the pastor or was the pastor. He served as the pastor for the prison, the same prison that he did a prison term in for 25 more years after he was released. His wife's dying of um, cancer now, which is a shame. But I, I got to tell you, I read like the first couple pages. I couldn't put it back down. I was like, holy shit. Uh, this guy gave me an autographed copy. Um, him and his wife both wrote the book. It, it, it so far has been a page turner. Um, I'm going to tell you, go check it out. Uh, a great story. If you just want to read some other shit that doesn't have anything to do with today. Mick bringing in the hopium. Um, this is just like, wow. I, I read like the first. Just like Josh I'm said. 77 pages in and I, I haven't been able to put it down once I started reading it. Mick didn't understand last night why Josh and I were giggling when he uh, used 
Mick and Hopium in the same sentence. And I, I had to explain to Mick that, you know, Josh is the captain of doom and gloom and I'm the mother of the apocalypse. And of the three of us, Mick is the one with the most Hopium. And you just proved it. Good so job, it's a great book. I, I want to give the guy, give the guy a shout out because we had a great conversation about it. And he stood there while I installed his garage door today and he gave me the book and he said, look, you should read this. It's a, it's a really good story. It fucking so far has been no shit. I'm not bullshitting you. I've not put like every time I've, I've had a chance to read this book, I've read it today. I don't do that very often. So when I do, it's a, it means it's a damn good book. So anyway, just something to check out outside of that though. <clears throat> Uh, that was huge though. That was, that was pretty good conversation. Second conversation, new listener we got here. Sorry, major Ray. I know you're out there somewhere. Um, good dude went to his house this afternoon. Um, found out he was Patriot only after fixing his garage door. It's really funny, actually. Good guy though. Welcome him. Um, if he gets on the chat, if he doesn't, if he just, if he's just a lurker, just everybody give him uh, 36 years of service. I'm sorry. You kind of don't shun down 36 years of of service. I, uh, I, I appreciate everything he did. I only did 21. He did way more than I, he did as many as my dad did. So give you an idea. He's been around since Vietnam, old story, old school, fucking soldier. I know he's out there. So just give him a shout out when you see him. Um, he's right with us. He agrees with everything we were talking about today. So, um, he, he said tonight would be his first night. So welcome, sir. And enjoy the Wolfpack welcomes you. Brandon, I caught what you said. Um, I, Brandon, uh, Brandon used to be one of those people that gave Intel to, uh, to some people and, and had to, and gave other Intel to, to other people, you know, the stuff that was highlighted went to some people and the stuff that wasn't highlighted was went to other people. Yeah. Went to other people. So he was explaining that to them in the chat. And I don't think they quite caught on to the scrubbing of information. Yes. Yes. He was a, he would be an analyst. We called those folks analysts. Analysts do that. They scrub the information and then they pass it on to the more direct intelligence assets. Um, before we get to this, can we, can we play the next clip real quick? Cause, um, Don jr. I think. Yes. Don, Don Actually, no, we can't because we got to do this first. Oh, is it that time? It is. Wait, we're about 15 minutes early, but okay. Well, it's like we're it's about to get into it. another big segment. I didn't want to go through it without it. No, cool. No, I got gotcha. So sorry, Major, if you're tuning in, sir, uh, we do this in honor of a friend of ours who is another podcaster. Um, his enemies caught up with him. His demons caught up with him, so to speak. Not his enemies, his demons, his personal demons. And uh, yeah, so we try to uh, remember him as best we can. Don't worry, it's all VA weed. So he's a big VA guy. So was, we were really laughing about the whole VA thing. Yeah, no shit. Get the best CBD products on the planet. www.serious-cbd.com. Why am I down so low? Because uh, this thing keeps it. I'm going to move this over here. No wonder I can. That's right. All right, hit that shit already. Hmm. So, anyway. Lighter? Don't put the lighter over there. You have both lighters over there now. I know. I do. Damn thief. I am. I give them back, though. You don't ever give them back. True story. See you, Demodex. Thanks for popping in. I love you, Mary Jane. She never complains. 
Did we ruin their raid? Were they trying to do a raid? No. PPP? Triple P? Yep. Uh, let me see here. We get this video rolling here in just a sec. Oh my god, we get more text messages from our kids' school than we ever got from the old one. I get like 12 text messages a day. Really? They must hit you first because I don't get any of that shit. That's awesome. Yeah, How we are miss all the animals doing? Well, the duckling's leg that was fractured is healing significantly. I bought some vet wrap to put on it, um, but didn't need to. Instead, I used the vet wrap on Seamus. Uh, wrapped him like a horse, you know, years of horseback riding. I know how to wrap a horse's legs. And Seamus is an Irish pony, so about the same size. Um, and between that and the CBD and the anti-inflammatories, he's, he was walking around he's really been, well. He's today. actually moving a lot less yep. gingerly. Yep. But uh, now Annie and Duke, the uh, Great Dane Lab mix, both need a bath because they managed to break through a piece of the fence right out our back um back going yard, towards the pond right at the pond and they squeezed through and went prancing through the pond it's it rained so much that the water level is pretty high so they're all med- muddy and wet and gross and and they're gonna get a bath tomorrow so yeah they're that, that'll be fine <laughs> fucking pains in the ass um, and the worst part is is we still have a mama gator rolling around our pond somewhere i haven't found yet yeah and uh, she's been more elusive than the two males, um, so, but they're both dead. So yeah, I, I zip tied the gate back together though, so they can't break through that again. So it'll it'll be okay. They'll be fine. So the ducklings are learning to swim in the pool. Uh, but, shit, they not learning. They yeah. just jumped in and said, "Fuck you, watch this." <laughs> Today I had to put them in. The first time they jumped right in. Today I put them in the pool. So, but they were they were pretty cute. So I and uh, yeah. I did that one already and it uh, stole the whole line. Um, and I think blueberry is a male. And uh, I'm going to do quadruple uh, 550 cord next time braided. And um, the hill ne- she'll never pull through that. But she's big. She's over seven and a half feet long, roughly. She's almost as long as my, long as my fucking truck. So, um, oh yeah, I, I trust me. I got you on the chicken. I know. I know she doesn't Not a live chicken though. We've already lost enough. Chicken. She doesn't, she doesn't like to, she doesn't come out much during the day. She's definitely at night. Uh, I'm looking for her eyes at night with a flashlight. I haven't found her yet. Um, we got enough other reptiles that when I fucking beam the flashlight back there, there's fucking like 700 sets of eyes that are reflecting back They're at all me. The frogs. Like, I mean, the the fuck you frogs are everywhere. So yeah. And we do live in the, in the country with an acre lake behind us. So true you know, literally at our backyard. Um, yeah. But anyway, but yeah, the animals are all, animals are all doing great. And, um, I don't yeah. think blueberries a man. Yeah. And blueberries because the, the feather popped up. Did it? Yep. Uh, oh, well then he is a guy. Yep. In the, if, right at the back, right the, at the, the back, little, the one, the one feather, the one that, well, it doesn't pop up like pops down, but well, go and check. Cause I don't, I'm not quite sure what to look for, but tomorrow you can go check out blueberry and yeah, see what I, I'm looking at. Cause blueberries look smooth the whole time so not not anymore so i don't know we'll see all right we'll see but we still we'll let have, you know we have five other ducklings now so hopefully we'll, we'll see really what happens when we put the ducklings in because if the ducklings if they're getting if, bigger if it's a male he won't have anything to do with them if it's a female she'll have i don't know because blueberry's been pretty lonely and is she's been really good with the chicks especially the one that comes to visits them all the time or her all the time 
So the chicks have just gotten old enough to jump the two foot fence in between them and Blueberry. So they go over and visit. And then when Blueberry starts to play too hard with them, they jump back. So I don't want to catch the gator. I kill the gator. Yeah, we want to kill the gator. So I, I don't I don't catch them. I shoot them. I put big holes in their heads. I've tried. The last one I got uh, through the neck, but the one before that, I took off at the front part of his skull. So, yeah. Um, and tell me, are there a lot of you guys on here that have chickens or ducks? Um, well, chickens, but primarily primarily chickens. And I ask this because I'm I'm thinking about uh, starting a small business of chicken nesting herbs, sending out sending dried chicken nesting herbs. Oh, for like because uh, I grow them and you put them in inside the coop. like the chicken feet. Yeah, they just walk around. They pick them up and eat them. Well, they don't really. They, I mean, they can eat them, but it's it's um, it actually encourages their egg laying. It keeps pests and mites out of the coop, and it's a type of aromatherapy for them actually oh. as well. So, anyway, microdose chickens. No, that'd be fucking weird, dude. Um. So yeah, it helps with mites. So if that's something you guys would be interested in, uh, I am growing. Specifically, I have a whole palette of chicken nesting herbs, and I'm I'm about to start harvesting them and drying them. And uh, so, I was thinking I might I might sell some of them. So that might be might be a thing we do. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So uh, real quick, because this is fun, just play this quick clip. This is what uh, Don Don Junior put out um, for his dad this morning. Yes, that is fucking, you know what? Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. That gets a fucking, uh, that is, wow. That is, that's how you troll. That is trolling 101. That, yes, yes, even better, Linz. Yeah. Uh, of course. No. Why would it? I, I, I tested them all before we start. Yep. Doesn't ever matter. We go live. That never works. You're fired. 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 I'm not sure how many ways she has to hear that, that she's fired, but you're fired. Yep. So just so you know, like we said, don't go away mad. Just go away. And she is the eighth of the 10 Republicans who voted for Donald Trump's impeachment to either retire or be defeated by party rivals endorsed by President Trump. Um, None other. None other. Yeah. So uh, of the 12 congressional incumbents whose reelection bids have been short-circuited by primary rivals, five fell to a fellow incumbent after post-2020 census redistricting. Um, Let's see. She did. And she's not Lincoln and she doesn't even look like Lincoln and she doesn't even think like Lincoln. No kidding. She's not even a fucking conservative. What the fuck is she trying to conserve? She signed both fucking bills in the affirmative 
for spending money that we just found out this morning was what $38 trillion is what the Democrats have spent since they've been in power. $38 trillion. I, I, I don't know, even know what I, I don't even know if me making a safe, building a safe, and then filling it with coins so that I could go diving in it like Scrooge McDuck and my fantasy of being Scrooge McDuck. I don't even know if that would even spend the full $38 trillion. No, we couldn't spend $38 trillion. I, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she went from, Brandon said, you see how much her wealth grew since in office. Uh, she, when she went into office, she was worth like 7 million and now she's worth like 55 million. So yeah, there's some of that. You know, one of the guys, uh, that came out last year said that he was going to do that whole, uh, if you're in the Senate or if you're in Congress, you're not allowed to basically monetize your position. Yep. Um, is basically what it was about. He was going to present that bill. And basically it took a a lot of things away. Like if you're in the Senate or you're in Congress, you cannot hold stake stock or anything else in any other company, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing, basically like trying to curb this. um, If you're working for the government, you shouldn't become a millionaire. Exactly. And uh, part of that plan, which I completely agree with, not only can you not partake in the stock market after your election, but you cannot partake in the stock market for another five years after that. Absolutely. After you're, after, after you're done. Yeah. After you're gone, you cannot partake in the stock market for another five years because decisions that you made could still be coming true within that window. And it might be even longer than that because I know of some bills that only come true like years and years and years, especially when it comes to defense spending bills, years and years and years after the fact. So it might be like 20 years before you're able to partake in the stock market again. Yeah. So I think that that is legit. I think everybody who is serves in office has to sign off on this. It doesn't matter whether you're the president or the fucking postal collector down the road. You all will have to sign into this. If, well, I'd say executive level, I wouldn't say the postal collector. Cause I'd say that's bullshit because they don't make a whole bunch of money anyway. So yeah, I, if they want to partake in the stock market, I have no issues with that. But if you're in an executive level position within our government, nope. Yeah. No, nah, bear, nah, bear. And not only that, that extends not only to you, but your immediate family. And I'd have to go a generation past that. Yeah. So anybody within two of you cannot be involved, cannot be involved at all. And that includes making trades, making deals. Um, Basically people that call you grandpa. Nope. They can't be involved either. And uh, okay, term limits, yes, yes, no, no, I agree with term two, limits. Two terms and two done. terms, and you're gone. And age limit, yes, uh, age should age limit should be the same age as the retirement age. And uh, your age limit for running for office, yeah, should be there imposed as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. That maximum age, because there's a minimum age to run for office, but well, for president, but, um, there should be a maximum. There should be a maximum age and it should be 65. You can collect social security at 65. You should not be running for office. Yep. Yep. And as far as I'm concerned, if Trump does not come in, you you know, what's not going to be good for Trump if, if we make it this far, because with other information, I know, I, I don't think we're going to make it that far. But if Trump makes it in office, if Trump does not go directly after every motherfucker that was involved in the cover-up, involved in the vaccine bullshit, involved in the COVID bullshit, involved in all the deaths that have taken place across this country because of fucking COVID bullshit, Trump will have a bigger problem on his hands. At that point, I don't think any of us are going to sit around anymore. Because at that point, it's over. You fucking do or get the fuck out of the way. Because there's no more of this bullshit. We're not standing for talk out of one side of your mouth, then come talk out of the other side of your mouth when you're talking in front of us. We're done with that. No more. You tell us what you're going to do. You go do it. If you don't, you're fucking gone. Period. If that is not done, every single person dealing with January 6th is not immediately released. And I mean, he doesn't even step off of the fucking podium and says, as my first act, as the new president of the United States, everybody, every person sitting in a January 6th jail cell right now will be fucking released. Pardoned. Full pardon. Done. Full pardon. You're done. done. Goodbye. If he does not do that on his inauguration day, I do not have a problem on that day to drive to that office, place my foot directly up his fourth point of contact while I'm kicking him out of office. I'm going to need some help if I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> y'all motherfuckers need to, I, I, somebody's got to well, run some fucking pass blocking for me on the Secret Service. Okay. Um, because okay. I'm sorry. You, wh- why would we vote for this again? If this just continues, we have been bitching about this for three years. It's another show. It's all a fucking show. It's all a movie. So when are we going to put an end to it? I don't know. When people start like waking up and realizing that it's a show, that it's a movie, that you're being fed a line of bullshit and you just do not realize that it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And Phantom Shadow came out with another mini movie meme which is pretty funny but it's all a show it's all a show do you miss me yet now more than ever is the time for tough strong and energetic republican leaders who have spines of steel we need strong leadership Democrats don't have grandstanders like Mitt Romney. Stop my kick. Lick my ball. Little Ben Sass. Stop my kick. Lick my ball. Richard Burr. Stop my kick. Lick my ball.
my balls. Bill Cassidy. Gonzalez, that's another beauty. Fred Upton, Jamie Herrera Butler, Peter Meyer, John Katko, David Valadeo, and of course the warmonger, this champion. How about that? So real quick, y'all saw where that was. Okay. This is another reason why. First of all, I said before I was going to tie all that up nicely. The why I, I thought that this is all bullshit that we're being sold a line, another line of crap about Trump. And we're, you know, they're telling us, ah, he's got all these classified documents and shit in this fucking safe. Why I think that Trump has nothing to worry about right now. He literally was down. He's down in Mar-a-Lago. He's refused every interview to the FBI. He has told them in the last 24 to 48 hours or 32 times that, nope, you can talk to my lawyer. And he wants his documents back. Which is illegal because they called him again after he already explicitly said that he wanted a lawyer. Yeah, they're not allowed. They, they You're not allowed to do that. that. Yep. I, I realize it's the FBI. I realize this government doesn't give a shit about any of that. I gotcha. Yep, they don't care about the law. I know that. That being said, they did it 30 more, 32 more times. Are you fucking kidding me? How big of a kid do you have to be to do that? It's like, ooh, we really fucked up. Please don't push this. Please don't push this. I'm waiting to see this because there's another part of this. Tell me something. If you had nothing to hide and you were the federal government and somebody was calling you out, why not just put it out there? If I've got all the cards in my basket, right? I built the case. I know all about you. Showed up with a search warrant to your house. I didn't arrest you. Yeah, why not? Weird. Normally at that point, I built the case. I know what the case is. If I'm searching your house, I'm going. And the reason I say this. Very specific. Nope. The reason I say this, remember my class I gave you on your being free. There is a reason why we're free. There are protections we, as the people, were given to ensure our freedom. Okay? So if you look at this, right, the most, we go from least intrusive to most intrusive. 
So if we're doing the least intrusive means, means it's not even bothering you. You don't even know what's going on. The most intrusive means, means now I am stopping you from moving. Yeah. Taking your passport. I am preventing you from going anywhere. So now I'm holding on to you saying, no, sorry, that is most intrusive at that point. Now I am searching your house, your domicile. If you were doing anything wrong, the chances of you doing it wrong again, now we're completely gone. Because you're not going to do it. You know what I'm looking for you. So why would you go and do anything now? They searched his house. We know that this isn't about him. We know they're coming after us. We're just waiting for it. However, we are waiting. That's what scares them. They expect all of you to lose your fucking mind right now and go ape shit. Yet none of you have. And it's not from me. Don't ever, 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 ever say that. I told you, oh, let's go. No, because I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. There'll be a show here one day and then there won't be a show here. That's up to you to take it however you want to. I'm just saying, that's not the way we work. And I'm pretty sure if you're a true patriot, you know that's not the way we work. Now, I heard a very interesting theory today. And of course, it came out of the left side media. So, I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. They do love to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Um, or sometimes throw it at the fan and see how far it sprays. But uh, No, that's only Marines. Marines are the only ones that do that because it says their name. Marine. It's what it sounds like when, a when the shit hits a fan. Uh, Marine. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Um, but... This is this this might have a, a a bit of a possibility to it. So go ahead and play this this ad. Actually, really quick before we get into this. Yeah. And I want y'all to keep an open mind about this. Cause there's only one part of this that I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt is not true. But we'll let you figure that one out when it happens. Because this is this is very interesting. When Donald Trump really endorses someone, he goes big. You've seen none of that for lying Matt Gates. What does Trump know? Is Gates the informant? Gates hired Jeffrey Epstein's attorney. Another Epstein attorney approved the raid on Trump's house. Remember, Gates pressured Trump to give him a pardon, but Trump said no. Matt Gates puts himself first, ahead of Trump and ahead of you. Vote for a leader who will put America first. Vote for Marine Mark Lombardo. I'm Mark Lombardo. I approve this message. So I want you to think about this really quick, folks. Okay. There's a select group of you out there. Not all of you. We'll never say all of you. Um, select group that believe that Trump is Q. Okay. <clears throat> this would add credence to that belief because if he's Q, it's always been about the kids. It was never about the government, but it's always about the kids. Trump has always, always been about the kids. But if that's 
the case that would add credence to that because he is literally calling out the fact that maybe what happened with Matt Gates is actually real. Maybe Matt Gates was trafficking kids over a border or well, uh, was banging the 17 year old intern and put her up in a hotel across state lines. Does any one of you guys have access to the flight records of who was going where and oh, when? I already know that she was on the plane. No, no, no. If Matt Gates was ever on the low leader express. Well, that's an interesting one. I wonder if that's a name we should look up and see if Matt Gates transpires on the Lolita express. So always in Texas says Lombardo can go suck a whole bag of dicks. I don't know anything about Lombardo. So I'm, I'm interested. This caught my eye because, and it, it, I mean, the ad itself feels grimy to me. Like you come out with some shit like that. Actually kind of feels like a fucking liberal ad. It, it really does. That's pretty, I mean, that's pretty nasty. Um, but, uh, it, because it makes me feel like he's definitely playing for his own interest and probably somebody else's that are not aligned with ours. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm, I would love to to have more information about Lombardo. So yeah, what do you know about? Uh, always in Texas, if you you know more, please you know let us know. So what'd she say? Always in Texas. Lombardo can go suck a whole bag oh, of dicks. Yeah, yeah. No, if you know more about this, I don't know about this Lombardo cat. I don't even know if he's a Republican or a Democrat. Honestly, I don't give a shit. He said he was a conservative. That doesn't mean anything. These I days. know. Uh, I mean, I've seen conservative trans people. They only cut off a third of the dick, not the whole dick. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> all right. Well, um, you know, uh, I just, I thought that would make y'all laugh. Well, maybe the, then Jim Jordan's stories are true as well. I wonder. See, now we're starting to ask some real questions about people we're not, we thought we were sure about. Yeah. You, you see what I, this is, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. That's Joe Lombardo. Yeah, this is Mark a, Lombardo. Yeah, that's a different Lombardo. This is a different Lombardo. I think yeah. he was a former Marine apparently. Yeah. Um, and he probably still chews on crayons. Gates does think that he's hot shit or hot's not on a silver platter, but really he's a cold bugger on a paper plate. My two cents. I agree. Um, I, I try not to Linz. I, I like, I like Jim, I Jordan, like Jim too. Jordan too. I, I think he's on our side, but sometimes he says some things that I'm like, I don't know. Yep. And he's voted in affirmative areas that like, I was like, dude, this is where you've got it. You can kick someone's ass. And he's voted like, oh man, he went with it. Like, why are you going with it? Well, I mean, it, it kind of gets my purpose, but you're supposed to be the one that doesn't go with it at all. If it doesn't even come close to your purpose. I'm, I'm a no go on Jim Jordan. See, even some other people are now chiming in. Uh, I only know the last name, but it reeks of fraudulent leftist crap. He's not smelling conservative from the vague things I've read. Okay. I'm just glad that somebody's doing it. Some other research. I just haven't done anything on this guy. Yeah. Uh, but when I, I see this and I hear this now, this story about Gates and Trump, and there's trying to stir up another division within the, the liberal, the Republican party in the Trump party in the Patriot party in the MAGA movement, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, 
man, I want to say that this is I bullshit. The other day that like the, but I know the, Matt Gates was just recently at Mar-a-Lago. I know this is something completely a total r- random tangent, but I heard the other day that, that MAGA is the sixth or something level of Satanism. Something like that. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, that's why I, I, I've heard that too. That's not the first time I've ever heard that. I was like, wait, what the fuck? It's a seventh. Uh, was it the seventh le- level of, but I thought it was Mava. It was the seventh level of Dante's Inferno. Mava would be uh, Death Reborn. So yeah, that would basically be I, the seventh level of Dante's Inferno. So I don't know if they're doing it right or if it looks, I could see where maybe somebody could mistake a V for a G, but not really. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, so uh, I I found it really interesting that Tucker was on vacation during the the week of the Mar-a-Lago raid, um, and he did speak on it a little bit right when he came back. But this was more interesting, especially because this article just came out the other day um, from American Greatness. The January six pipe bombs look like another FBI hoax. Hmm. And we played that video footage, which they won't release the other. Actually, uh, the other camera. camera. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I told you last night about this already. Mm-hmm. Um, we got this info. Uh, I got this info the other day. Yep. Um, anyway, it, it's turning out, it's looking more and more like this January 6th bomber guy. Um, it's another federal bureau investigation agent. So let's let's see what Tucker had to say about it. Which is not good for the bureau. No shit, right? I mean, talk about just. I mean, I've had bad Mondays where shit just piles up. Like you, you're going to work, you forget something, you got to turn around, go home, get it, and it makes you late. And then you're trying to get to that job, you get pulled over by a fucking cop, you get a ticket. You're like, Jesus, can this day get any worse? And then you find out that some other faggot in your fucking neighborhood complained about you to your boss. I, then you're like, all right, can this get any more worse today? Like, I just need to go home, bury my head in the sand. That's about the day that some folks in the January 6th commission are about to have. Just going to say, it's not about to get good. But the truth is, there are still questions about the FBI's behavior on and around January 6th. And given what happened in Michigan, where we know beyond question that the FBI tried to create an act of terror, it's fair to ask what exactly did happen on January 6th? And why is the FBI still hiding footage, critically, of the person who planted a pipe bomb outside the DNC on January 6th, while Kamala Harris was apparently inside, something that she lied about for months? What exactly is going on here? We're, of course, not alleging anything. We don't know the answer. But we know for a fact Given the FBI's behavior, and we report this with great sadness over the last several years, it is worth getting to the bottom of this. In fact, we have to if we're going to restore confidence in federal law enforcement. No one is asking these questions really apart from Revolver News. And here's what they've come up with. Watch this. Camera one shows the pipe bomber walking up to the DNC grounds at roughly 7.40 p.m. He sits on bench one. Then he gets up and walks off screen. According to the FBI, he walks the length of the DNC building, and 10 minutes later, he comes back to the same bench area and sits on bench 2. There, at 7.52 p.m., camera 2 captures the pipe bomber sitting on bench 2 and, we are told, planting the pipe bomb by the side of the bench, next to the bush. 
We are told the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb there, but we can't see it. Camera 2 is occluded by a giant bush that blocks the scene. The pipe bomber even looks at camera to head on, for some reason. It's very frustrating, because we can't see the moment the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb, but the FBI can. That's because the whole scene should be captured on camera 1 as well, and much more clearly than camera 2. Camera 1 has a clear shot of both benches. If the FBI released the full tape from camera 1, we could see the pipe bomber planting the bomb. Okay, so what exactly happened outside the DNC on January 6th? And why is no one asking that question? And why has the Department of Justice not told us? We've heard everything they want us to know about January 6th. Why not more about this? Darren Beatty of Revolver News is one of the two people who is pressing for answers. He joins us tonight. Darren, thanks so much for coming on. So will you, will you explain to us, uh, for those who may have been confused by the tape which was a, that we just played that was evocative, raised questions, what do you think this, what is going on here? What does this add up to? Well, first, what it definitively shows, this piece at revolver.news available right now, shows definitively and without question that the FBI is withholding, hiding, concealing from the public critical footage of the pipe bomber actually planting the bomb, actually placing the bomb down. And the question is, why would they do that? Why would they hide precisely the piece of footage that would be most likely to help them uh, get the public to Shut up, shut up. Nick just had a comment. Holy shit. You know what this is? This is lazy tradecraft. This is 100% lazy tradecraft. What do you mean? Uh, you guys have been bantering back and forth, both on Foxhole and on fucking Twitch, about this guy was uh, correct. Thank you. I knew it. Magus was the word. Gotcha. Magus is an acronym. Yes. Ha. Good. Man. Trapped, you know what's trapped in this steel dome? Oh my fucking god. Oh anyway, that this is it. It's lazy tradecraft. This motherfucker did his pre-plan. All right, so shit, I can't even believe I'm talking about this. I'm gonna go to jail. Anyway, it'll be so much fun. So think about it. If you were gonna do a a drop site, right? If I was gonna do a drop site, I would know where every single camera was around me. Okay, if I'm going to do a site where I'm going to go put something down, I would know every angle, every marker, every vision, every point that anybody would have to see me on the way in and on the way out. This motherfucker missed a camera. This They're covering it up because this motherfucker missed a camera. He missed the camera when he did his pre-plan. He walked in, he looked around, he's like, yep, there's one, there's one. And he's getting, he's getting actual, you actually... That's why he walked around the building. Can get reverse azimuths off of every single camera because right behind it, I can stand there and hold the compass and go, okay, now I know it's field of view. This is lazy tradecraft. This is 100% a government agent. This is not somebody who fucking like doesn't do this shit. He knew, that's why he looked a specific direction at a camera. He did this number right here. I'll show you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to reenact the scene for you. Ready? Watch. Here we go. I'm looking ahead. I'm doing some shit in my bag. And I take it a second and I look directly at you. I give you the bear stare. 
That'll put you in your fucking place. Yeah, a little bear stare action. What do you think? Hmm? You want some of this? You want to take a roundhouse from a motherfucker who can look at you like this? What? And then he goes back to doing everything. He knew that he was covered on that whole side that he was on. And that's why he was looking at that camera. He knew right here, I'm covered. I'm covered. They can't see what I'm doing with my hands. And then he, he gives you that little glimpse of, I know what's going on, motherfucker. You don't, but I do. And then he goes right back to it. It makes perfect sense now. It is fucking tradecraft. It's lazy tradecraft. To what end? Hmm. To what end? Good point. Back up just in case January 6th failed. I bet the bombs were even real. We'll never know because they were destroyed in a tank. I bet the bombs were even real. As a double backup, they were running a triple blind. So look at this. Think about this, folks. We were all gathered there, right? We're out there. This goes into another point. With at that least, double three, three told me, uh, zero three told me. Um, you get your book. Let me go over this real quick while you're while you're looking for that information. Because Kyle Becker came out with this, um, which he liked one of my, I replied to uh Robbie Starbuck posted something that he was going to run for uh, galactic, like galactic emperor of the universe or something yeah. like that. And I was like, well, good, good luck because I'm the hereditary empress of the universe. It's not a voting thing. LOL. And Kyle Becker actually liked my reply. It was pretty funny. But anyway, I, I just want to no, let anybody else know that if anybody else is going to run for the galactic emperor of the universe, that I will be your sergeant major. I will be the sergeant major of the galactic empire in, of the universe. I'm just letting you know right now. Head of time. Well, you're, I'm, right. you're, I'm applying you're, for the job. You're my, you're my consort, babe. That's why I'll be the sergeant major. You're my royal consort. They, See, there you go. Okay. Um, I always wanted to be the sergeant major. Of the yeah, universe. he doesn't have the blood to actually be the emperor, so you know he can be my royal consort. Anyway, yeah, I'm pretty sure um, I could be on ever. <laughs> Fairly certain. Uh, so from Kyle Becker, uh, confirmed at least twenty FBI agents and ATF operatives were embedded at the Capitol on January sixth. Legal documents show. It's now been confirmed that at least 20 FBI and ATF agents were embedded around the Capitol building on January 6th, according to court documents related to a criminal case that is proceeding in federal court. The revelation about the number of FBI and ATF agents was made in a footnote to a motion to dismiss submitted by the defense in United States versus Thomas Caldwell, uh, US v. Elmer Stewart Rhodes. It's based on witness testimony, unmirandized statements, and multiple 302s. Literally tens of thousands of private communications within the Oath Keepers organizations have been provided, including encrypted messages specifically addressing preparations for January 6th. Additionally, multiple 302s, witness statements, unmirandized statements, etc., from multiple Oath Keeper-related witnesses and defendants have been reviewed. At least 20 FBI and ATF assets were embedded around the Capitol on January 6th. Additionally, discovery proves that Oath Keepers were being monitored and recorded prior to January 6th. Isn't that interesting? Uh, yeah, Kaori, yeah, that you're you're right. That's the uh, American or the English translated. Uh, Kimodio, uh, we have been married. Mick and I have been married for 17 years. It'll be 18 years this December. Um, and we've his mother is my fifth grade teacher, so we have literally known each other since I was 10 and he was 12. So, um, yeah. 
We've been and welcome. Yeah, welcome. So yeah, they said she said sorry to ask a personal question, but are you guys together or just friends? Uh, I'm new. No, we no, been, we're we're we married. have been married for a very very long time. This is my beautiful wife. Yes, <laughs> but uh, what we were talking about it before. Uh, one of the other telltale, one of the tells. This gives you an idea of the political clout class of hunger thieving dickheads that we're dealing with. All right. It, it, it gives you, it shows you the complexity of this because this is not something they just came up with the other night. All of this stuff, the stuff that I talked about earlier, I want you to also apply it to that bomber case because it actually watch it washes out exactly the same way. It's really freaking crazy, but it does. Trust me. It's, I have to walk you through it. We don't have the time tonight. We might have to do another true conspiracy on this later on so I can get into this because it's really nuts. But one of the things I, I was told was uh, this setup was definitely the risk was way worth the squeeze. And I was thinking about how he put that way worth the squeeze. The actual saying the juice is worth the squeeze. But he said in this case, in this setup, the risk was worth the squeeze. And I was thinking about it. I was like, why did he say it so weird? Because it was always, you remember the movie like I do. It was the dude with the, the Playboy bunny that was living next door to him. And he's like, I don't know, he's like 18 or something. Mm -hmm. And he ends up getting the girl and the... I think it's called the girl next door. The girl next door like or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And he goes on, he goes to Georgetown law. He's like some fucking superhero nerd kid, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, long story short, the, the my point was the, the movie in that movie, it's the juice is worth the squeeze. And I, I, I'm like, why is he saying it so weird? Then it, then it hit on me. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. The setup, the setup, the setup's been going on for years. We've been playing right into it or well, we thought we were. We were really playing to it. But think about what it took to get 30 FBI agents into Mar-a-Lago with a warrant that you know that right now there's two reasons why they're not releasing it. And the court judge may or may not release it tomorrow based on one of these reasons, not the other one. The first one is that the warrant is bullshit. All the information in the warrant's bullshit. We could pick it apart in 30 seconds or less and show you that the warrant's bullshit. The second part, the other reason, the second reason, as I like to call it, the second reason that I know this is all not going to pan out very well for him on this whole thing about keeping this bitch quiet. And the only one that I think that can be attacked legally would be the fact that they either A, didn't stay within the precedent of the warrant, which we know they didn't. Which we're pretty sure they didn't. We're pretty sure. It's not that we know. We're no. pretty sure. Because I'm sorry, nobody's seen the video yet. Wait, wait, wait. Nope, nope. Uh, Other than Trump and Eric, nobody else has seen the video yet. The video hasn't made it. They said they're going to release it on True Social. I just don't know when. I think it's tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. They said they're going to release it based upon what happens tomorrow. DOJ admits it acted outside scope authorized by court when seizing Trump passport. And this is a daily caller piece so mm -hmm. take that with a grain of salt yep. that part of it they're admitting out of scope the department of justice believes the fbi acted outside of its purview authorized by the court during the august 8th raid on former president donald trump's home mar-a-lago Mar a reporter told fox news host sean Hannity okay Monday so night. that's going to be a slap on the wrist that's from somebody, might hit, 
somebody may get slapped around a little bit. That's nothing. Okay. What I'm talking about is on this video, I guarantee we see them. Like, it's not just about what they report or what Trump says they went through. If he has CCTV footage of them going through Melania's underwear drawer, that is Way so bad, so fucking bad. That is so horrible that it, I, I can't even tell you how much of a meltdown would happen in this country if that happened. Well, when's he going to put it out? Well, I think it's tomorrow. It's it's it has to deal the court hearing is tomorrow with the court hearing, depending on what happens with the court hearing. I believe they're waiting on the court hearing to say, look, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, we're going to watch you operating outside the scope of the warrant. But today they came out and they said, hey, look, we can't release the warrant. If we release the warrant, it's going to be completely one big black page. We'll do it then. Call him on his bluff. Call him on his motherfucking bluff and let me see you put out a page you mean with the affidavit. Yes. Completely blacked out. That's what I want to see. Show me. I'm the goddamn state of Missouri. Show me. This has got to be done. Somebody's got to call somebody's bluff here. Right now, Trump's warning. Trump is calling their bluff because this is going to go in front of court tomorrow. And if he gets the right judge, we could definitely see that shit coming right out. And we're going to know everything we need to know. We either know Trump's a bad guy or Trump's a good guy. And at that point, hey, I say it's game on. Because at that point, we have definitive proof that the DOJ has been weaponized to go after a former sitting president of the United States who's still in good standing as far as I'm concerned. He hasn't been convicted of a crime. He wasn't impeached. I mean, well, he was impeached. However, he was never convicted of impeachment. So he technically doesn't have any crimes against him. Yeah. I would have to say that, hey, uh, where's Joe? Where's Hunter? Uh Liana, this morning, you played that clip of the Chinese guy who fucking said, hey, look, <laughs> we know about all of this, plus all three hard drives. We know about Hunter doing coke. We know about Hunter fucking kids. Including his 13-year-old niece. We know about all of that. Wait a minute. The Chinese know about this? Of course they do. Wait a minute, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to be involved with the United States government at that point. Even if you are the f current president's kid. Your involvement in the U.S. government is supposed to be chopped. But done. they don't care. I know they don't. They don't care. And Leanna read it in an Asian accent. That's fantastic. Oh my God, it was fucking a riot. I missed it because I, I tried to watch on Twitch and she Twitch was twitching out. And then I tried to watch on Pill. fucking was being, I was like, you know what? I give up. Anyway. Oh, she, she was hysterical too. Yeah. I, 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 I was just like, oh, she's going to get beat up for this, but it was funny as fuck. It was, it was a riot though. Leanna, good job. That was, that was a good one. Had me laughing all morning. Absolutely. Um, I'll have to go back and watch the replay on that one. Anyway. So I, I do want to, I, I was going to play this last night, but then Mick got home earlier yep. than expected. So we're going to play it tonight. Um, play, play that first. 
because this week is the one year anniversary of us uh, showing our asses in Afghanistan Afghanistan with our tails tucked between our legs. Um, Because you know that, I mean, the Biden administration, they're on the level. They did everything right. They weren't told to leave a force behind. They weren't told any of that shit. They just said, oh, we got to pull out. Their pullout game is as weak as Hunter's is. Yep. Fucking his former brother's wife, whatever. The United States will not undertake a hasty or disorderly withdrawal from Afghanistan. We are committed to a responsible and sustainable end to this war while preventing Afghanistan from becoming a safe haven for terrorist groups. We seek to bring a responsible end uh, to the conflict, to remove our troops from from harm's way, uh, and uh, to ensure that Afghanistan can never again become a haven uh, for terrorists that would threaten the United States. General Miller and General McKenzie will be able to do so in a safe, orderly, and effective way. We'll not conduct a hasty rush to the exit. We'll do it. We'll do it responsibly, deliberately, and safely. They will do it safely. They will do it orderly, and they will do it deliberately, and they will do it in lockstep with our allies. Uh, we plan to retain uh, an embassy uh, on the ground in Kabul and uh, on the ground in Kabul. We're not withdrawing. We're staying. Uh, the embassy is staying. Our programs are staying. If there is a significant deterioration uh, in security, um, that could well happen. We've discussed this uh, before. Um, I don't think it's going to be something that happens from a Friday to a Monday. I met with uh, the Afghan government here in the, in the White House, in the Oval. I think they have the capacity to be able to sustain the government. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government in place. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling? With None whatsoever. Zero. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comfortable. We are not going to sus- walk away and not sustain their ability to maintain that force. It's not a question of whether they have the capacity. They have the capacity. They have the forces. They have the equipment. Is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. I'll insist we continue to keep the commitments we made, of providing close air support, making sure that their air force functions and is operable. Uh, but no particular outcome, in our view, is inevitable. This is not a, a foregone conclusion, as uh, many people think um, that uh, this will be an inexorable march forward uh, for um, the Taliban. But there's no intention right now to close the embassy or to close all the diplomatic presence uh, in Kabul. We still want to be able to have that uh, in, in place. The situation in Kabul is calm right now. Wow. First of all, as you see, all that shit fell apart. It never worked. Um so we did have we did have all sorts of shit going on in Kabul. Um, you could not be a, an American on the ground outside a compound in Kabul because you would have been killed. Um, well, hold, hold if on. you were a woman in Kabul and you were an American woman in Kabul and you did not go out wearing a head garb, you would have been killed. So, so. listen, we're going to close out the show with and we we played this movie once before. Um, 
But we're going to close out the show with the, what's that? I don't like this movie. I know. With the movie from Mickey Willis, uh, Operation White Elephant. And um, you can feel free to download this and share it with your friends at operationwhiteelephant.org. So uh, we will be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time. See? Same good time. Same good channel. Um, Whatever. All right. So like, share, subscribe. Yeah, as uh, usual. Yep. Thanks for coming and watching. Yeah. And break out the tissues because here comes Mickey Willis's film, Operation My Office. It's about 15 minutes. So for Mick and Veland. Thanks for watching. Last night in Kabul, the United States ended 20 years of war in Afghanistan. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. I'm Ahmad Shahmeen from Panjshir province or Panjshir Valley, Afghanistan. My people, we are Tajiks. Tajiks are the number one enemy of Taliban. Right now, they're fighting in, the, in my valley, in Panjshir Valley. In the Panjshir Valley, we see young men, some clutching little more than antique hunting rifles, prepare to go join the war effort. They are a collection of rural volunteers that America and the world never imagined the country would need after billions of dollars spent on the nation's armed forces. As we close 20 years of war and strife and pain and sacrifice, it's time to look at the future. Not the past. The Biden administration, well, they want you to move on. But we all remember the scenes. They want us to forget. Afghans desperately clinging to a U.S. Air Force plane on the airport runway. Afghan mothers passing their children to American soldiers over an airport wall. 13 American service members and about 100 Afghan civilians were killed by a suicide bomber and videos of the Taliban showcasing their new state-of-the-art military arsenal bought and paid for by you, the U.S. taxpayer. We're here right now with the Taliban as they enter into the, what was only minutes ago, uh, it was an American-controlled portion of the military airport. Now they've taken over. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. The Taliban raised their flag over the Afghan presidential palace. Due to the negligence of this administration, the Taliban now has access to over $85 billion worth of American military equipment. Now most of these bases and weapons are in the Taliban's control. They could use them against the Afghan people. They could use them to resist an international military intervention. They could even share the sensitive technologies with China. America's archrival and the Taliban's new friend. It will be to China, Russia and Iran that the Taliban listens, not to the US and NATO allies. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy. Chinook helicopters could be seen at the U.S. Embassy as the emergency evacuation gets underway. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage. For him, it was a success, but not for us. It's a disaster for us. 
But your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. That, that wasn't true. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. I also have a view that the withdrawal of those forces would lead inevitably to the collapse of the Afghan military forces and eventually the Afghan government. Yes, my assessment was uh, we should keep a steady state of 2,500 and it could bounce up to 3,500, maybe something like that. So your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. So Reuters broke this story of a leaked transcript between President Joe Biden and Afghanistan President Ashraf Ghani. In that phone call, Joe Biden tells him to essentially lie, quote, whether it's true or not, there is a need to project a different picture. And the White House is denying what we know is happening on the ground, which is that Americans are being beaten. They're being prevented from getting to the gates of the airport and they're probably being held hostage. And... And if they're American forces, if there's American citizens, we're going to stay till we get them all out. The scenes of total disarray at Kabul's airport shocked the world, as promises made to get America's allies out of Afghanistan seemed increasingly impossible. It is insane. There are people holding their American passports. There are people that work with the Americans, uh, and uh, they're not letting anyone in. We are in huge danger, and we need help. It's a failed mission. It's a message for the whole world the U.S. has failed in Afghanistan. The Americans betrayed us. You left us under the cannons and tanks, and we can't stop either side fighting. How much can they kill their brothers? How much can they kill their fellow Afghans? I can't believe the world abandoned Afghanistan. <laughs> Our friends are going to get killed. They're going to kill us. We feel very, very, very sad that we have been, for a long time, they call us allies. And we're no more allies now. So they abandoned us and they handed over the whole country to Taliban. That is a reality. The Afghan security forces had the capacity, and by that I mean uh, they had the training, the size, the capability uh, to defend their country. Uh, this comes down to an issue of will and leadership. We gave them every tool they could need. The Afghan military collapsed sometime without trying to fight. That is a propaganda. The Afghans did not surrender. The people of Panjshir are resisting. We spent a lot of time on the front line, the fighters in Kandahar. So they were outgunned, they were underfed, they were exhausted. So this idea that they didn't have a like will to fight, it's not true. And it's disrespectful of these people that were really fighting. Anger at the White House's decision to leave runs deep. But so too does the will to fight. From this abandoned house in the Gorban Valley of Parwan province, local volunteer forces fight to hold off the Taliban. Between 15 to 20,000 Taliban are gathered from all over Afghanistan to attack Panjshir Valley. My mom, my siblings, they are safe for right now, but we don't know what's going to happen next day. I love my mom. I want to keep her alive. There are thousands and thousands of families that I know they're at risk. They're finding shelters. They're hiding in safe houses. I'm trying to help my people, but I can't help all those people. I'm just one person. 
our military has contacted their military counterparts in the Taliban and said, this, for example, this bus is coming through with X number of people on it, made up of the following group of people. We want you to let that bus or that group through. The Taliban now has a list of people who were working for the Americans. This effectively can be turned into a kill list. Lawmakers, defense officials saying this is not a kill list. What do you say? I'm sorry, Liz, that did amount to a kill list. Afghans on target lists are reportedly being rounded up by the Taliban. There are fleeting images of bodies in the streets. Today, just like yesterday, all Taliban decisions must be in harmony with Islamic law. Whether it be stoning to death, decapitation, these are strong principles of Islam. They're strong principles of Sharia, and we will never change them until Judgment Day. Islamic law will come not to just Afghanistan but all over the world. If the Americans leave and there's peace in Afghanistan, would you still consider them your enemy? Yes, of course. The infidels are our enemy until the day of judgment. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. The Taliban's top spokesman stands at Kabul airport. A defeat of America, as he put it, served as a lesson for the world. The Taliban want to control the country and to rule their own rules. So they want basically their own system, which is not in our Islam. My religion says do not kill, do not harm, do not disrespect. So they are misusing the name of Islam and the name of God is great. They are not Muslims. They are terrorists. The situation here is very bad, she says. No one wants to live here. Everyone wants to live in peace. We want to go anywhere that is safe. If we were to succeed, these were the people who would have been the key to that success. And, and look at what we've done to them. We've left them there to die. They're killing children, women, elders. Where's the humanity there? God said, do not kill. Why are we killing each other? It makes a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the pre I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months and you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. I give my word with all of my heart. I believe this is the right decision, a wise decision. 
and the best decision for America. I would like to say to my people that there's a difference between the government and the citizens. It's not the citizens' fault, not the U.S. citizens. It is the government. It's the political who are making decisions. That is their fault. We are going to get help from the American citizens. They are funding and chartering flight for those people who left behind. When it became clear that battlefield allies risked being left behind, non-U.S. government volunteers stepped in. I'll pull them and put them here. Yeah, okay, nice. Other veterans went one step further, flying into Kabul in person to help make this happen. A Herculean effort by former U.S. service members, diplomats, and private citizens to help Afghans leave the country. We looked those people in the eye and said, America has your back. There's just not an acceptable course of action where we go back on our word. I feel very happy for those people who are helping us. And I love them and I respect them. History will remember this. If we don't have God, we don't have nothing. If we have God, we have everything. kitchen floor cause we ain't playing we ain't playing my sawed off 12 gauge spreads a country mile you know it step one foot in this house son you've already blown it text one 
than one Cause out here I am 911 Texas has the castle doctrine, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Carolinas, Oklahoma, they're all here to let you know. But then we got New York, New Jersey, with a duty to retreat. I guess they'd rather have you dead than to protect your family, and that's why. My sawed-off 12-gauge spreads a constant mile, you know it. Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it. Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house. And I'll have the job already done, cause out here I am 911. That sheriff, he can't save you. It'll already be too late. Sure protect you Let you live to see another day I sawed off 12 gate spreads a country mile You know it Step one foot in this house Son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police To find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one here I am, 911. I am 911. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now.